Welcome to another episode of the Mind and Muscle Show with your host, Adrian Moreno. I hope you're having yourself a beautiful day. I just wanted to come in here and drop a training that we did in our free Facebook group. And if you want to join the Facebook group, go to www.mindandmuscleacademy.com slash access. That'll give you direct access to instant trainings like this. But the training that I'm about to dive into today, I'm about to dive into the training I'm about to dive into today is also it's very similar to like the past couple of episodes where we're focusing in on language. Right. So this is a specific training around tripling your productivity, your efficiency, your consistency and your creativity through utilizing your language. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you listen to this training. It's an hour long, definitely going to be one of those episodes where you want to have a pen and paper around so you can jot down these specific language patterns. And remember, if you want to join the group, mindandmuscleacademy.com slash access, you will see it, you will see it linked in the section below. Have yourself a wonderful day. Enjoy this episode. I know you will. Okay, I think we're live. Yes, we, like we should be live. What is going on, everybody? I know we're live. I just can't see it pop up on my page yet, so I'm just going to start talking. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're having yourself an absolute... Okay, we should be live. What is going on, everybody? I know we're live. Sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> I'm going to start tagging people, okay? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, I hope everybody here is having themselves an absolutely wonderful DEA beautiful day. Today, I am going to go ahead and walk you guys through a very, oh, let me ask, let me just tell you guys this. Over the next 30 minutes, one thing I can tell you is you are going to learn one of the most simplest, one of the most easiest, one of the most fastest ways to increase your productivity to increase your creativity, because as an entrepreneur, your creativity, you want it to be fresh. What's going on, little Owen? I think little Owen's gonna join us today. <laughs> and then we're going to show you guys how to be more consistent. And little Owen's gonna show y'all guys how to do that. Because the reality is, guys, as an entrepreneur, one of the most important things to us is how consistently can we show up? But a lot of people show up consistently and they're still not producing what they want to produce, right? And it's like they're busy, they're not productive. And next is, as an entrepreneur, you want to be, you want to be creative in a way. Of course you want to be creative. So I realized with a lot of the people that, well, basically, I know a lot of entrepreneurs deal with this, but 100% of our clients do. They come in and they're, great in certain areas of life and one of the biggest things that the people we struck that the people we help struggle with is staying consistent staying disciplined over long periods of time in certain areas like we have clients who are absolutely extremely consistent and they are extremely um disciplined in their business right? You don't need to tell them. You don't need to hold them accountable to doing what they need to do with their business. They're just going to go for it. But then we also have clients. I mean, I mean, but those exact clients are lacking big time. 
in the health department. Man, I'm, I'm not so consistent with my health. I'm just not so disciplined with my health. Or they're not consistent or disciplined of even taking care of their relationships. Or they're not consistent and, or the, maybe they're consistent and disciplined in their relationships, in their family, but their business, they're not consistent and disciplined in, like the way they want to be. So a lot of the times when things like this come up, I tell myself, how can I make this complex reprogramming the subconscious mind? How can I make it stupid simple? So literally a five-year-old can fully understand how to improve their productivity how to improve their creativity. So understand that what I'm showing you guys right now is so stupid simple that you're gonna be like, Adrian, like I always, there's no way this is gonna work. But guys, I always tell y'all this and I'm gonna tell y'all this almost in every single thing that I ever teach. Only a fool accepts something to be true without internally validating it. So try to experience this. Like really put this into practice and you'll see, oh my God, this super simple saying actually worked. And it actually worked. If you're watching live, go ahead and hit me with the hashtag live in the, under the video right now if you're watching live. And I see like what four of you beautiful people watching live. And if you're watching the replay, go ahead and hit me with the hashtag replay. And whenever you're getting value out of this, whenever something like this, whenever something clicks for you and you're like, damn, that makes sense. Go ahead and hit me with the hashtag makes sense in the comment section below. So give me one second. I'm gonna share my screen. And Nikki, let me know if you can see my screen here. Okay, I'm watching. Oh my God, I got it like I thought I had it pulled up, guys. I did not have it pulled up. So, all good. Let me pull that up. Hang tight, guys. Hold on. Where the heck is it? Oh my God, I can't find it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, did I just lose that entire presentation? Because I would have went off. I would have went off. I would have popped off. All right. That's me and Nikki's little thing. We try to, you know, we always say, Nikki sounds hilarious when she says I'm, I'm not even going to say it right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm going to say, don't do it, please. <laughs> please. Save yourself um, the embarrassment, okay? Whatever. Now I'm about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, hey, Brittany, what's going on? What's going on? So, if you want to really be able to triple your productivity, consistency, and creativity, we're going to use your language to do that, okay? We can talk about, yeah, we're going to start, we're going to start using this calendar strategy. We're going to start doing this and this and this and this and this and this. And we're going to start taking drugs to become extremely creative, whatever. Guys, we're just going to use the most simplest thing that all of us have is our language, is our language. And I'm gonna go as far as to say is even if somebody is like, they're not able to speak, right? Like somebody's deaf or something like that. They still have internal dialogue going on all the time. So your dialogue is gonna be everything for what actually happens in your life is your dialogue. So today we're gonna focus on your dialogue 
with very guys, I'm telling you, and, and I didn't want to make this thing like super complex. I was like, I need this to be, again, stupid, simple, that a five-year-old can understand it. So I said, I'm just going to grab like five language patterns. And if you just follow these language patterns in specific times, you will see that they amplify your natural energy without any need to force yourself to do certain things. Yes, taking the action is still going to be something that you consciously must engage in. But at the end of the day, it's going to feel a lot more easy to engage in the action. Like for me, working out, easy to engage in that action. Do I have to consciously put some, you know, pretty strenuous effort into it? Absolutely. But I don't have to sit there and force myself to get up and go to the garage. I'm going to say go to the gym, but I work out in the garage. Go to the garage. I don't have to do that, right? So there's certain areas of, in your life right now where taking action is extremely easy. Also, maybe other areas where taking action may be difficult. So you want, you need to move the needle forward in your life, right? But you find yourself getting stuck, procrastinating, and feeling creatively blocked. So the needle isn't moving. We're at least not moving as fast as you'd actually like it to move. So how can we fix that? First, let's look at why do people even procrastinate on taking certain actions? So why do people procrastinate on taking certain actions? If they're procrastinating, guys, you've heard me talk about this before. And a lot of the time, a lot of the things that I talk about, we're going to keep talking about because the reality is what we do is very simple and there's not much to it. Somewhere, somehow, they interpreted that taking that specific action as difficult, they just perceived it somehow, some way as a difficult. So let's go ahead and let's use exercise for an example. If you struggle exercising consistently, it's because you genuine, and guys, there's nothing wrong with this. This is valid, You're, whatever you feel is valid, okay? There's nothing wrong with this. But if you struggle to exercise, it's because somewhere, somehow, you sincerely perceive it to be difficult, right? Nikki, is there certain things where you felt like you've struggled kind of taking action on? And during that time, do you feel like it's because there was a little friction between you and that? It was like, uh. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So one thing, I can, so one thing, guys, I can tell y'all. Okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be um, vulnerable here for sure. One thing that I really have gotten much better at, but one thing that I struggled with a lot in the past, and that <laughs> that was for me, it was really two things. Is because the way that I thought about money, like in the past, was very scarce. So two things for me were difficult. Talking to my CPA, I literally <laughs> perceived it as difficult. And when clients were defaulting on payments, asking for that invoice, asking for that money. Right? Like, hey, you defaulted on this payment. We need to go out and take care of it. I could have easily done that. But somewhere, somehow, my mind perceived that as a difficult action. So that led my mind, if any, if we, guys, look, 
If you consciously call something difficult, your mind immediately perceives it as a threat. The subconscious mind is very black and white. It takes everything very literal. It's very this or that. So if you see something as dangerous, I mean, as difficult, the subconscious mind kind of tenses up and it's like, oh, that, that, that's a threat. And the way that our mind works is, Nikki, what's the, 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 first, the number one function or primary objective of our mind? To keep us safe, to protect to us. us. Yep. Keep us safe and to keep us protected. That's why whenever you touch a stove at two years old, you never do it again. A hot stove, you never do it again because your mind has the memory of that being difficult. I mean, of that being painful. So they're going to keep you protected. So because your mind literally is built to keep you protected, if you perceive exercise as difficult, it perceives that as a threat. Even though not exercising is the real threat, your mind will perceive that as a threat and it will purposely do everything in its power to move you away from taking that action. So in other words, there's friction in between you and that which you're choosing or feeling the need to do. So Adrian, go back to your CPA story real quick. What did you used to do when you had an email from your CPA well, oh before, before we did some processes around it? So, okay. So to be honest with you, I got to a point where I turned off all notifications from my work <laughs> email because every time I got a notification from my work email, it was almost like always my CPA, always like a, Hey, we need to um, like balance out. We got to look at this book. Like we want to go ahead and like, what, what are these purchases? And I would always kind of like put that shit off all the time. And the way that I would do it was I would literally just sometimes not reply until like two weeks later. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I got buried in my inbox knowing damn well that I fucking saw it. And so I would just kind of run around that. And now the way that I, now I, just the way that, because to me, my money was always, I had a lot of money trauma. So for me personally, especially when I went through this with Nikki, was money just didn't, in making any, anything that was a large number or the fact of putting in large amounts of money felt very threatening to me. Like it just felt very unsafe to me. And just going through some processes with Nikki and with some of the and some um, RTT therapists is it changes your association with the money. So in other words, like how Nikki changed my association with cereal, right? I was in love with it. Now my association with cereal is like a negative association. So now I don't want to do that. But with money, it was a negative association. So when we changed it. Now, when I look at the email, it's a lot, I mean, now when I talk to hear from my CPA, it's a lot easier for me to engage in the action. I Do I still have to consciously open up my thing? Of course I have to, but I feel very light about it. And I perceive it as an actual benefit. And I tell myself this, I love checking in with my CPA because when I do, I know my books are in control and I can be peace of mind. I remember that first confirmation you got right after the process. You're like, I just got an email and I did not like freak out or feel any feelings. And I just opened it. I'm like, that's exactly what we want to do because we have these internal representations. So language 
creates this picture and feeling in your body, picture in your mind, feeling in your body. What we do, we can take the friction or like that negative connotation or feeling and replace it with something that serves you or with something that just feels good because you got to do it anyways. So in other words, the inner representation, you're changing the picture in the mind about it. And once that inner representation has changed, the way that you, like any, the way that you perceive that is completely changed, right? So let me know if that makes sense. Go ahead and drop a makes sense in the comment section below. And I'm actually, actually have a picture to show y'all guys that. So I'll show y'all guys here in a second. But why do people have feel the need to force themselves to be disciplined while others just do it? Again, if you feel like you struggle with staying disciplined and consistent, again, there is a negative subconscious association. In other words, a negative internal representation. And when we say negative, please understand I'm talking very relatively. There is no such thing as like an ultimate negative positive and stuff like that. So I just wanted to throw that out there. For language, for communication purposes, we're saying that. So if you feel, again, there's a negative association or a negative internal representation with the term discipline. For me, I always used to hate the word discipline because to me, discipline was I got in trouble. I had to be disciplined, you know, with the chancla, right? Like I had to be disciplined for getting in trouble. So the way that I changed the way that I view discipline was I literally called it self-love. Because to me, discipline is self-love. I don't, and guys, look at that. Look what I just did. I changed the language. The picture immediately shifts to something like, when I say self-love, I feel good. Because for me, discipline is self-love. Like if I'm exercising every, or I'm exercising five to six times a week from the outside, they're like, Adrian, you're really disciplined. I'm like, ah. Kind of just love myself a lot. So I'm just going to really take care of myself. Right. So, like, look at that little example of just changing the word discipline because a lot of people have a negative association with discipline. Mm -hmm. Again, the mind is black and white. If you see something as dangerous, it perceives it as harmful. It perceives it as dangerous. It perceives it as threatening. So, it will make it feel very unnatural for you to even take the action because it's not familiar to you. So, what is a negative unconscious association? So if you've seen the pendulum training, um, by the way, if you have not seen the pendulum training, comment below pendulum because you definitely want to check out that training. You literally learn how to use a pendulum to get down some deep shit. It's really cool. This is a pendulum in case you're not sure. Yeah, pendulum. It's like um, we're bringing, well, guys, we're making pendulum sexy again. Okay. <laughs> Over here, mind and muscle. We're gonna make pendulum sexy again. We're gonna make everybody and their mama want to use pendulums. Oh, um, it boils down to trust in yourself and your unconscious, and it's what it really is. Yeah, it's it's a good way to just get direct communication with what your subconscious mind already knows is right for you, right? And so with this right here, okay, um, Nikki, after this training, be sure to tag Stacy in that pendulum um, video. Um, okay, but other than, okay, so guys, let's talk about this negative unconscious association, this inner representation. What are we talking about? So we have our, oh, let me go back. So we have our conscious mind, right? This is the logistical side of your mind, the mind that does all the tasks. And then we have the unconscious mind, the feelings, your memories, all of that. So if you set a goal, I want to lose 50 pounds. You set a goal that I want to lose 50 pounds. Every goal 
that is a real meaningful goal for you is tied to emotion. Like when you set goals, you emotionally get involved with the accomplishment of that goal. And if your unconscious mind is the home of all of your feelings and your emotions, every goal goes unconscious. Every goal, it goes unconscious, especially if there's an emotional connection to it. So if you say, I want to lose 50 pounds, and you go unconscious, the goal goes unconscious to where your inner representations are, or your unconscious association, basically the same thing, your unconscious association with health, confidence, and happiness. Now it's basically going to go down there and it's going to find what you even perceive health to be or weight loss to be, right? And based on how you perceive it unconsciously, based on your association of it, it will trigger a conscious response. So let me give you all a story on how this can be. Okay, so like, put it this way. So let's say you want to get in shape, but your inner representation of it is you're using words like this. Being healthy is too hard. Healthy is expensive. I'm not good enough. I don't have what it takes. It's easier to get by without effort. Being attractive is dangerous, right? If, you're, if you have unconscious associations with health like this, it will trigger unconscious response that where you act lazy around your, even if you're not a lazy person, right? Because if you're an entrepreneur, let's be real, you're not lazy and <laughs> you're doing some shit. You're most likely overwhelmed. And here's a shameless plug. We're doing a masterclass on overwhelm the 23rd. If you haven't heard about that yet, drop overwhelm yeah. in the comments. If you feel like you're overwhelmed running your business, you definitely need to check out the masterclass. So go ahead and comment below masterclass. We'll send you a landing page where you can look at all the info. And if it feels right for you, you can go ahead and you can register. Um, okay. How do unconscious, how do negative inner representations get built? How do unconscious associations, negative associations get built? How do these even get created? Let's use this example, which is a very real example. And I've used this example before. Let's say little Jamie. Um, uh, okay, so let's say, let's say there's a little girl named Amy and they're watching, they're at a baseball game. Amy's like four years old and her mom is sitting next to her and they're at their brother's game watching the baseball game. And behind them is some grown man saying ugly sexual comments to the mom. They're like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. You know, like, you know those creepy ass men. Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Like, what's up, can I get your number? And like trying to talk to this woman. And then the, the way that we are as children, I want y'all guys to pay attention to this. Whenever you, let me, hold on, wait, let me stop this real quick. So I want to, I want y'all guys to like really, how do you? Are you trying to stop the screen share? Yeah, it's not, okay. I was blocking it with our little, I'm going to just make you the call so you can also do that. So. Okay. I know, I know there's some moms that are going to be checking this out. And let me ask you this, actually. Have you had this experience, Nikki, because, you know, you're a mom. Have you had this experience where maybe a dog will start barking, 
or something loud comes on the TV or something kind of commotional happens and your kids look directly at you to see how you respond before they respond. Oh yeah. 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 They're observing and modeling everything you do. Exactly. That's how, cause kids, they, they see their parents as them. Like when you're, when you're like born, like you identify with your parents very strongly, very strongly. So if a dog starts barking, so say you're four years old, you go over to your cousin's house and the dog just starts barking like crazy. A little kid's not going to get scared all of a sudden. What they would do first, they'll look at mom. And if mom gets scared, they'll be like, oh my God, this is not okay. They will get scared. And they set up an unconscious association with dogs are scary. Or they can look at their mom and then their mom's like, oh. their mom's like, oh, you do a little bit. And they're like, oh, this is not, this is. And they will go for it. And that will set up a positive association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all did, Landon. We all did this as a kid. Me, I was the biggest mama's boy. You would not mm-hmm. find me anywhere without my mom. Like, if she was not around, I was like, what the hell is my mom? Um, and uh, so this right here. So, for example, let's go back to that example. Little Amy. So little Amy is hearing this man talk about her mom in a sexual way. Little Amy doesn't know if that's good or bad, but she looks at her mom Little Amy's mom is all pissed off. Oh my God, I cannot stand this. Picks up little Amy and walks away, pissed off. And little Amy's like, so we don't like that. We don't like this kind of attention. I don't want that kind of attention. And unconsciously she can set up danger with health, with like being attractive. She can set up, oh, being attractive is actually dangerous. And before you know it, she can find herself obese and struggling at the age 30, trying to lose the weight, but never being able to because, and she, she's like, I really want to do this, but she can't do it because mm-hmm. unconsciously it's a dang, it's a threat. And so her subconscious mind will always drive her conscious decisions. If that makes sense, because I know that was a lot, comment below makes sense. So how can we how can we remove these conflicts, guys? That's what we're going to talk about today. So if you struggle with staying consistent, if you struggle with being productive, if you struggle with being creative, what, there's, what, what kind of negative association is there that's causing this friction in between you and taking that action? There's two ways that you can do this. So you can eliminate a um, eliminate and install a new association, a new positive, helpful association. It's one. The fastest and easiest way to do this is get into an entirely absorbed state. In other words, get into a trance mm-hmm. and access your unconscious mind where you will be able to address the root cause and you can rewire it. But in order to get into a trance state, you got to know how to hypnotize yourself or have somebody who knows how to facilitate that. That's what we do in our programs. We help people literally get into these states so they can get to that really easy. But for time purposes, we're going to go with number two for this training, which is consciously repeat specific words that go against the pattern. It's a slower process, but it still works because the mind runs, the mind learns best off of repetition. That's why whenever I have sessions with clients 
I give them a recording to listen to to consistently repeat that program, right? So we're going to focus on number one here. Now, have you, wait, you're, you're in the way. I'm sorry, Nikki. You're, Nikki, <laughs> you're gonna, I know, I feel like you were about to say something. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, you've got the results you have now because of the repetitions that you've had in your mind. So that's like taking complete ownership for if they are results that you don't necessarily want, knowing that you can change that pretty easily. Really? It's just repeating, I mean, quicker with the methods we use, but you can use it in this, yes, in this method. You absolutely can. And today is really all about using your language to rewire the way that you think. And But we're going to use language in a way, instead of making it a slow process, we're going to show you how to use your language to immediately and instantly in the moment, change your energy about a certain topic, change your energy about a certain action. So have you, as I have, wondered what, what makes the difference in between why some people can constantly produce, constantly create, and do it over and over again while others struggle to gain any form of consistent momentum? I have, so I'm pretty sure you have. So, oh, I went backwards. So the only difference in between that, the only thing that causes the difference is in between why somebody can constantly show up powerfully doing something that they know that they want and need to do and why others struggle, just the quality and the content of their thinking. It is that freaking simple. They're the only thing that's gonna determine where I go and where Nikki goes in life is how we think today mm -hmm. and the content of our thinking. And this is why I'm talking about language because if you think about it, Language is nothing but your thoughts out loud, right? Speaking is nothing but thinking out loud. So if you want to change the way that you live, you really want to change the content of your thinking completely. So the only two things that your mind responds to, this is how you can tremendously change the content of your thinking, is the only two things that your mind responds to is the words you say and the pictures you create in your head. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And all words create pictures. There is nobody in the world who cannot visualize. When people tell me, I can't visualize, I'm like, did you just tell me that? They're like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you're visualizing because you're telling, because you're speaking. All words create pictures. All words create pictures. There's no way around that. All words create pictures. And if you just like kind of paid attention to your mind, you will see the reality of that. So a rule of the mind that we're going to be working with here is the mind does what you tell it to do. Now it wants to take orders from you. It wants instructions and it wants clear direction. Every single word creates and forms a blueprint in the subconscious. And it's the mind's job to carry out the blueprint to the T, which it's freaking a crazy efficient at. Mm -hmm. Your mind is crazy efficient. It's so efficient that it can give you an ulcer to stay in bed because you don't want to go to work. If you're telling yourself, oh my God, this business is going to kill me. Oh, taking sales calls kills me. Oh, taking sales calls is so hard. I would do anything not to take sales calls. 
your subconscious mind will be like, okay, I'm really good at what I do. So here's strep throat. So here's this illness. It will give you something that will cause, here's a panic attack. It'll throw something to keep you from doing certain actions. So your mind is really efficient, all right? So we're just gonna use our mind properly and make it extremely efficient, okay? In the right ways. Nikki, anything you wanna add on here? No, you covered it all. Good, good, good. So guys, if you wanna change your life, change your words. Change your words, you will change the pictures and you will change your life. Does it, I'm not religious at all, and this is not to be religious. Um, I respect everybody's beliefs, but doesn't it say, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God, better yet, the word was God. Mm -hmm. Does it not say that in almost every other religion, there's a form of speech that's very powerful. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. Basically, what he thought, what he, he, oh my God, what it thought, what it said, manifested. Okay? Mm -hmm. You guys, I want you to understand, your words carry the creative, your words are the creator, I'm going to just put it that way. They carry a very powerful, creative energy and they will live out. They will live out. You will end up experiencing everything that you speak. It's going to happen. So it's very important to not say things like, I'm stuck, I can't afford this, I can't do this, this is killing me. Oh, I'm gonna get sick when I get older. Like, Guys, I hear people like literally expect dementia in their in their older age. Like, oh, I'm gonna get dementia. Well, no shit. Look at how fucking confident you are about that. And look at your speaking. Be very careful with the way that you speak, guys. So here's a very specific language pattern. And guys, if, you, if you've been on my trainings, you know this training. This is, I, you know, I was just looking at my phone and I loved how Facebook, they, they blocked out my cuss words on, the, really? on the auto captions. They blocked out my cuss words. That's, That's so cool. funny. <laughs> I just want to go. All right. Anyways, so um, specific language patterns, guys. If you want to completely enhance your productivity and your discipline, this is a very specific language syntax. It is, it is placed, every word is purposely and carefully placed because it works. These are hypnotic language patterns, guys. These are literally hypnotic language patterns. So I choose to, so let's say you're struggling to write content, okay? So let's say you're really struggling to write some content. You can say, I choose to write content because when I write content, it helps people. And helping people thrills, excites, and moves me. Imagine going from I don't want to write content or I suck at writing content or I can't write content to I choose.
to write content because it helps people and taking action thrills and excites me and it moves me. Let me break this down and show y'all why this is so, why this super simple language pattern is literally very, very magical in what it does. Because there is three, we're working with three rules of the mind with just this one language pattern. There's three rules of the mind that we're working with with this language pattern. The first rule of the mind we're working with is this rule right here. I choose to do this. The rule we're working with here is your mind does exactly what you tell it to do by receiving clear instructions. When you say, when you add the words, I choose in front of anything, that releases friction because you are telling your subconscious, I choose this. When I say I choose to do this, my subconscious mind is like, that's a direct order. That's a clear instruction. Thank you, master, or thank you, you. Like, thank you for being clear and telling me where to go. And the subconscious mind, by its very nature, will effortlessly induce a conscious motivation to actually perform that action. And you will do it with much better energy, as opposed to saying, I don't want to take this action. I don't want to write content. Your mind literally is like, that's an order. I'm gonna make sure I add a lot of resistance in between you and writing, writing content. I'm gonna make sure that you check your emails instead of content. I'm gonna make sure that you go, um, you go and you check in on clients instead of writing content. I'm gonna start throwing all of these other important things. I'm gonna make you aware of these things because it's gonna keep us from doing the content, which is dangerous. Because you're you're making it perceive, you're perceiving it, you're perceiving it as I don't want to do it. It's unpleasant. Your mind is gonna take that as it's dangerous, and it will start saying, "Hey, you gotta do your emails. Hey, you gotta do this." Hey, you gotta go make your oatmeal. Hey, you gotta, like, it will just start giving you all this random bullshit. But if you say, I choose this, it will change everything. Guys, the two words that would, I mean, the three words that would change everything for you is I choose this. I choose this, I choose this, I choose this. Yes. I choose this. Just please start using that phrase a lot. Now, let's look at the second rule of the mind here. The second rule of the mind that we're working on is because benefit of action. Mm -hmm. Again, your mind is set to keep you safe. And Nikki, how does your mind keep you safe again? Well, real quick with the benefit of action, I just want to add that you're always motivated towards something. So you're either motivated towards that donut because it, it, gives you pleasure or you're motivated towards the result you want by not eating the donut because you assume that identity. So just remember, you're always motivated towards something and you truly get to choose what you're motivated by. That's okay. <laughs> so you're always, yeah, basically your mind is always going to want to keep you safe. So anything unknown or um, yeah, basically unknown might feel scary. So it's going to 
keep you away from it. It's gonna do, it's gonna do, and it's gonna do everything in its power to do that. And it's gonna do it extremely well because it's very efficient. Mm-hmm. Now, it, so, so your subconscious mind is there to help you by driving you away from harm or danger or pain and driving you towards pleasure. So how can we convince the mind that writing content is pleasurable by literally telling your mind it is? By literally saying, I choose to write content because it, because when I write content, it helps people. It helps people. And if you like helping people, your subconscious mind knows that. And your subconscious mind will be like, oh, content, helping people, helping people, pleasure, content, pleasure. Okay, we're writing content. And you will see your energy just rise, your resistance just drop, everything shifts, like energy really quickly just by saying that. Mm-hmm. And the third rule we're working with is the mind does every thought you think has a physical response on the body. Every thought you think has a direct physical response on the body, right? People think there's a mind and there's a body. Sorry, there is mind body. There is only one thing, right? If I touch if somebody, huh? But especially with emotions, emotions cause a chemical, any feeling, but causes a chemical reaction in your body. So if you're constantly- Right. We do emotions a lot, right? And like guys, like it's clear as day when we say this is the mind, because if Nikki were to come over here and touch my shoulder, the only reason I can feel that sensation is because my mind allows me to feel that sensation, right? So clearly there's only one thing. But anyways, the body will always do what the mind tells it to do. So if you say writing content thrills me, it excites me, and it moves me, if you say that, the subconscious mind hears, oh, let's raise the energy. Because apparently this is exciting. This is thrilling. This is moving. Let's build this energy up. So they're good to go. Right? Very simple. Hashtag makes sense in the comments below. That makes sense. Nikki, anything you want to add on that before I move on to the next slide? No, I think you covered everything. It's really, it's a lot of times these things, like you said in the beginning, they seem super simple. So they, they're like, yeah, your mind's kind of like, that's too easy. This problem feels so hard and so difficult that can't possibly be the solution. It is like, understand that bypass it and just do it, try it because what do you have to lose? Like it truly works. We've seen it time and time and time again. Truly, truly works. And guys, if you're sitting there arguing that it doesn't work, it's not going to work. Look at your language. <laughs> Look at your language. Your mind is going to follow what you're giving it. That's right? a solid point with every process and everything that you ever try. If you believe, and I'm sure everybody on here already knows that, but if you believe it won't work, it won't. It just won't. But to be honest, if you just start speaking like this, the, the way the mind works, it's going to work. <laughs> so like I said at the beginning of this, just give it a go and watch it experience it for yourself next so if you want to, if you want to be more disciplined and you want to make discipline feel easy this is an extremely powerful phrase to make discipline easy i love thing you would rather do let's be honest guys discipline 
when we struggle to stay disciplined, it's because there's something else we'd rather do than this. Can we agree there, Nikki? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure people who are watching, they're like, yeah, I can agree with that. If you're not wanting, if, you're, if there is a reason why you don't want to take action, there's something else you'd rather be doing. So we're going to use that to your benefit by saying, I love watching, excuse me. Oh my God. Sorry guys. That was very unprofessional. No, um, I think anyway. <laughs> I, okay. I love watching Netflix, but you know what I really love? I really love taking sales calls because it helps people change their life. I make more money and I do what I love for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. So we're gonna go ahead and add this. So I choose to do that because it excites me. It thrills me. It is it wonderful. It, it expands my energy. Let's look at the rules of the mind here. Again, you're saying, I would love this. I love, and like, yeah, I love doing this too. You're letting your mind know, hey, watching Netflix is pleasurable. You guys, like, we don't got to sit here and lie. It is. It's pretty cool, right? I love blank. But you know what I really love? When you add, but you negate what you just said before. When you add, but your mind is like, oh, let's just focus on this then, because what we just said kind of doesn't, like, yeah, no, it's kind of. Going down. All right, if I say, Nikki, you're doing amazing, but she's just like, so I'm not doing amazing. <laughs> like she's just instantly like, okay, so fuck that. Um, so when then when you go and you add, but what I really love, you're letting your mind know, oh, there's something that's more pleasurable. Your mind will always go to the highest pleasure. So if you say, I love this, but you know what I really love is taking sales calls. Your mind is like, oh, so that's the pleasure. And your mind will take you towards that easily and happily. And then again, you say, because of these reasons, all the beneficial reasons. And then your mind's like sales calls, pleasure. I mean, sales calls, helps people, helps people, pleasure. Oh, sales call, pleasure. Let's make that extremely easy mm-hmm. and your mind will make this feel natural if something feels natural to somebody and it feels really hard for you look at the way they talk about it look at the way you talk about it i guarantee you the language is completely different nikki would you like to add anything on there nope i think you nailed it beautiful beautiful yeah we got about five minutes left and we're getting to the end which is beautiful so If you want to raise your energy during a task, like if you actually want to raise your energy doing a task, I did that. I'm not going to lie. I did that with the masterclass that I'm building last night. Because like around six o'clock, I started working on it again. And my energy wasn't so really high. I'm going to be honest, it was not high. I was like, like, I genuinely wanted to do something else. I think I really wanted to write copy. Like I just wanted, like I just really wanted to do copywriting. But I was like, but, but I got to gotta get this thing done. So like, I just got to get this thing done. And so I was like, you know what? I'm teaching tomorrow. Let me just fucking do it right now. So I was standing there and I was like, you know, I really love building this masterclass. You know, 
because this is really going to help people. You know, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than this. Oh my God, this thrills me. And then I went on to build, and I went on for two hours working on the masterclass, just straight focus. Look at my language though. When you say a gut, again, I really love taking this action because beneficial reasons. Again, your mind is connecting the action with the pleasure, with the pleasure of that benefit. Your mind is making connections. And then we got this phrase here literally raises your energy. There's nowhere else I'd rather be than this. Your energy and your focus for that will just increase because you're saying there's nowhere else I'd rather be than this. And then we're going to just add on there. This thrills me. This energizes me. This excites me. Let your mind go, oh, let's provide some more energy so they can keep doing this thing that really, really excites them. But guys, I know this is simple, but I really want you to try to save you. If you guys have to work on like your work website or something and you really don't want to do it, tell yourself, oh, I really love working on my website because it helps me look professional and it helps me help more people and book more calls. So there's nowhere else I'd rather be in the entire world than building this website right now. Guys, your language, I cannot like, uh, let me tell y'all, I know this is crazy elementary. It's so powerful. Yeah, and this is... Yeah, such a huge hack because as entrepreneurs and business owners, we have to do the things. And a lot of times the time we think we it's going to take is like this, but it's really this. But we spend so much time thinking about not wanting to do it. And oh my gosh, how much time is it going to take? I'd rather do this when we could actually just do this right here, get it done. And then when you are in those other moments that you have, you're not constantly thinking about not having to do it or not wanting to do it. So, so much of our energy gets wasted on what we don't want to be doing when we could just step into this energy, do it and be done. And if you want to step into the energy, talk in the energy. Exactly. Just speak it. That's it. Just speak it. Even if you don't feel like it's true, it will harden, in, it will harden into a fact. Guaranteed. And it just, it just snowballs because then you're done and then you have, you don't have that shame around not doing it again. And you just continuously have those neural pathways. I mean, there's like a ton we could go into, but. And then it becomes extremely easy from that point. It becomes like just a habit, right? So next, I know this seems simple, guys, but it works. Your speech drives your focus. And your focus is what leads to the manifestation of what you experience in my life. Speak in the direction of that which you wish to experience. Just speak in that direction. All right, last, yes, last couple things right here. If you want, the, the guys, these are like the actual outcomes from certain phrases. Like these literally, these phrases, there's certain syntaxes that provide, they, they lead to this. So when you say blank thrills me, it increases your excitement, which increases your energy by saying blank thrills me. Or you can literally say blank excites me. Literally. Next, I choose blank. That removes all friction or resistance by saying I choose blank. Next, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. That will give you increased focus on the task. And you will actually like increase your passion for that task. And you like well, you will be more enjoyable. You'll be more, you'd enjoy the task a lot more by saying there's nowhere else I'd rather be than blank. 
Mm-hmm. Here's a good one. If I were to blank, if I were blank, what would I do? This gets you access to additional resources. For example, if you're, let's say if you're in a creative block and you're really struggling creating something. Imagine if you said, if I were in the most creative state right now, what would I do? Mm-hmm. It gets you into that creative space, right? Like if I was looking at this with the mind of Tony Robbins, what decision would I make? You end up accessing different resources that you did not have access to at first because of the way that you were talking, the way that you were thinking. So when you just say, if I were blank, what would I do? If I were extremely creative right now, what would I create? That unlocks the possibility of you being more creative in that actual moment. Like when I'm with clients, I'm like, if this problem were solved, what steps did you take to solve it? They instantly lay out all of the steps and they're like, oh my God, I fucking knew what you do the whole time. I'm like, exactly. We just needed to get you access to that resource so you can be resourceful. So questioning, we're going to have a training on questioning, like how to use questions to really unlock potential. So we'll have training on that. And then lastly, uh, lastly, guys, blank is unfamiliar and I can make anything familiar. This phrase decreases resistance. Working out is just unfamiliar and I can make anything familiar. Mm-hmm. Working out is not difficult, maybe unfamiliar though. Nothing's hard, everything's unfamiliar. We're not gonna get too deep into that right now because I do have to go. But here are nice switches for you to make with your language. Take anything that you call difficult and hard. Get that out of your language. And just get that out of your, your, your shit, okay? And then put unfamiliar instead. Because nothing is difficult. It's unfamiliar. And you can make anything familiar. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying you're scared or nervous, Say you're excited and say you're extremely thrilled. Why? Because biologically, literally, chemically, your chemistry is the same. When you're scared and when you're excited, your chemistry is the same. So if you attach a different label onto it, your energy changes. Instead of saying I'm excited, I'm instead of saying I'm nervous to do this masterclass next week, I'm excited to host this masterclass next week, right? You just change it. I have to, supposed to, must, to I choose to. Because when you say, I have to, I'm supposed to, I must do this, it rises resistance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I want to eat that donut, but I must not. You're going to want to eat the donut even more. Imagine saying, I choose to eat this instead. Come on, guys. So easy. And then, but and and. Again, this just, this is just a really good language switch for you to make. And then hate and indifferent. Because the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. So I hate exercise. Oh, exercise is just a bit indifferent. But I can make it extremely familiar. All right, guys. So if you got some value out of that, go ahead and hashtag value in the, in the comment section below. Next week, guys, we are going to have a killer interview with a conscious entrepreneur who is extremely successful, crazy 
successful. And she's going to tell us how she was able to use her spiritual, intuitive, intuitive hunches to run her business and grow it to exponential levels despite all of the rules that we were supposed to follow. So guys, this is just going to be a killer interview next Friday. Um, same, I don't know. Well, you'll see it on the goddamn. You'll see it on the thing. Um, but other than that, guys, I got to go. Got to hop on the class. There, see, you, see you later, little Owen. I see you down there. <laughs> All right, guys. See y'all guys later, and I will see you um, next week. Love y'all. Bye, guys. Have you heard about the most useful Facebook group for true impact-driven entrepreneurs that you're most likely missing out on? Well, if you're thinking of hiring another life, health, or business coach, I suggest you really take a good listen here. Because did you know that there is a powerful state of consciousness that if used in the right way can make you the most consistent, productive, and effective you've ever been? Sounds woo-woo, but it's actually true. It's been known for about 200 years, but no entrepreneurs have ever really thought to use this process. It is the single easiest and fastest way to eliminate destructive patterns that keep showing up in your life. And right now, I am literally bringing this to your attention. And if you choose to miss out on this, then the entrepreneurs who don't will be ahead of you. And I don't just mean financially, although that happens too. But in terms of happiness and fulfillment, it is the fastest way to grow the impact of your business. It is the easiest way to get in the best shape of your life. It is the easiest way to gain the clarity and expand your mental bandwidth. It is the easiest way to create the habits you want by eliminating the destructive ones. And we teach you how to use this powerful, virtually unknown method inside of our Facebook group. And it's the same exact system. That me and dozens upon dozens of other entrepreneurs have used to gain mental clarity, vibrant energy, motivation, consistent discipline, and a true sense of purpose and everlasting fulfillment and oh so much more. I wouldn't want to keep talking about it here because if I keep doing this, trust me, it'll be longer than the pandemic. Plus, if you've listened this far, I think you've really you've listened far enough to prove to me. And to you, that this simple yet effective method is perfect for you. So just go ahead and visit mindandmuscleacademy.com slash access, and we'll tell you all about it.